Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. You're listening to Linux in the Ham Shack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet. And this is episode number 211. Weekender number four. I'm Russ, K5TUX. That's Cheryl. Hello, everyone. And what's your call sign? W5MOO. Excellent. And there's Bill. Good evening, everyone. Do you remember your call sign? Uh, let's see. It's uh, something, something. <laughs> NE4RD. All right. Ooh. Excellent. So this again is the Weekender. We're just going to talk about a couple of fun things that we want to talk about and things that maybe you can do this upcoming weekend and the next weekend, since we only do this bi-weekly. Sort uh, of. Well, yeah, sort <laughs> kind of. Yeah. When, when we remember. Or, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, who wants to start first? Do you want to do your recipe corner first? Sure. All right. So talk about your recipe. Okay. So Russ and I are huge fans of cheese and crackers. And as a child, he was... I apparently raised on Alouette cheese, which is impossible to find in Missouri or anywhere else. And some people know this is Burson cheese. So anyway, I decided to sit down one day and experiment in the kitchen until I came up with, you know, our version of it, which he said I think that he likes better than the store-bought stuff. I actually do like your handcrafted version of Alouette more than the store version and the store version is very expensive so it is very expensive yes. and this this so. comes out at an like an order of magnitude less expensive yes this is like a dollar compared to five dollars so anyway the recipe this week is for homemade alouette cheese you need uh the equivalent of two garlic cloves which we use minced garlic out of a jar uh eight ounces of butter at room temperature 16 ounces of cream cheese at room temperature Three tablespoons of grated Parmesan cheese, um, the the real stuff, the freshly grated, not the powdered stuff that you put on spaghetti. Uh, a tablespoon of fresh dill minced or a teaspoon of dried dill wheat crumbled. Half teaspoon of dried marjoram, half teaspoon of basil, half teaspoon of chives, half teaspoon of black pepper, quarter teaspoon of dried thyme, and two tablespoons of minced fresh parsley. And all of these things can be adjusted to your liking. Um, and basically, you just stir everything together and stick it in the fridge. And before serving, it needs to be spreadable. So it needs to be mostly room temperature. And that is the best Alouette cheese ever, I guess. So. Well, it is for my palate anyway. Yay. <laughs> it's also, it's, it's great for, like, football parties and stuff like that so and it does make a considerable amount and of course the recipe is easy to magnify if you need a lot more of it and one thing i will say is like a lot of things that have a lot of ingredients that you melt together and put away for a little bit the longer you let it go the better it is yeah and it is cheese it will go bad eventually but you know you let it sit for lasagna 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you cook lasagna today for eating tomorrow or the it, next no, day. No, right. that's exactly That's right. exactly what you yeah. do with this. Yep. Never, ever eat lasagna you The same today. day. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> it does not taste it's, Yeah, no, it's just, it's not very good. So, yeah. and you know, and this does, we've had this, what, up to two or three weeks? Yeah, at least, two, at least two weeks and maybe yeah. even longer. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, just keep it refrigerated and it stays good for a good long time. And you will want to eat it often. Yeah, so. I've caught you just eating it <laughs> off the knife. So yeah, it is that good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's throw in some amateur radio content before I go into my thing. So, what do you want to tell us about things to do this weekend for like contests and such like? Okay, well, we have we mentioned them last week, but we'll have the contests that are going on this weekend. We have the CQ 160 meter contest. That's the sideband version. I think they only have a sideband for CQ, but anyway, uh, it's, uh, it runs from, uh, February 23rd at 2200 Zulu to February 25th at 2200 Zulu. And, uh, conditions should be pretty good for, for, uh, for those 160 contacts. Uh, check out the rules over at CQ160.com. And we also have the North American QSO party, NAQP RIDI edition. And that starts at 1800 Zulu on February 24th and runs to 559 Zulu on February 25th. And you can find out the details of that at ncjweb.com. That's the National Contest Journal. That's a good contest you can do with uh, five of your favorite friends and make a, like a little team. You don't have to be in the same state, same contest, or same sorry, same club or anything else like that. Um, just sign up early. I think you can sign up as as uh, late as a few minutes before the contest. And uh, so you guys kind of can do like a little team competition. And uh, I know our our club kind of puts uh, people together and stuff like that that are going to participate. Oh, if your finals are still good in your rig, go ahead and uh, try out that contest. Next weekend, we have the single sideband version of the ARRL International DX Contest. So uh, if you didn't get to participate in the CW one because you don't do CW, this is your opportunity to go ahead and try it out uh, sideband style and uh, use your microphone. So that's over on March 3rd to March 4th, 0 Zulu to 2400 Zulu. And, of course, you can find the details on the ARRL.org page. Uh, special events. We have, uh, I couldn't find any interesting special events uh, that were uh, published. And, of course, nobody sent any in. But uh, there are two weekends of BSA Portable 5. And uh, one we mentioned before that's in uh, Chandler, Oklahoma. They're going to be at the Baden-Powell Encampment. This is, a, uh, I believe, a day camp. And they're going to have HF running and stuff like that. So you'll find them at or around this frequencies. And the following weekend, we have one in Irving, Texas, and it's at the Merit Badge College, which I believe is at the museum there. So uh, be on the lookout on the bands for K2BSA Portable 5. Yes, I know you always have to slip in the Boy Scouts somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I a try. Thing, it's like a challenge. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um, on another amateur radio front, I ordered Cheryl the general class study guide. So she now has that in hand, and we've been watching a YouTube series for general class study prep. And now she has the book, which she says she needs the book to learn. Yeah, because I don't do well with the retention watching a video. So, so yeah. we're also going to fish for a little advice here from our listeners. I know we've talked about exam preparation before, but Cheryl is going to try and get this done before Hampvention so she can actually become a general there. So Sweet. if anybody has any ideas other than, you know, watching YouTube preparation <laughs> courses and going through the manual on, uh, like, some way to maybe 
easier or quicker retain the information, uh, feel free to send that along. So hopefully we'll have uh, W5MOO stroke AG before the end of Hamvention. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, it's that's also kind of up to Kevin though too. So <laughs> what? Whether he just like lets you pass? No, not <laughs> letting you pass. Bringing all the junk to the to Hamvention so they get dust mate. So. Oh right. Well, I'm sure he will. We might want to mention it to him before that happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, hopefully that happens. That w- that would be nice. So uh, I will talk a little bit about the scotch that I have here in front of me. And I thought I had reviewed this one before, but I went through my list and I have not, which is great news for me because this is one of my all-time favorites. The thing is, I think you have reviewed that before. I I went back as far as I've been reviewing scotch. And even even in the etherpad notes that didn't make it yes <laughs> oh okay because yeah. i thought you had and so. not only that i actually went back and listened to all the episodes uh, so apparently i have not talked about this one even though i was pretty sure i had but i guess i haven't <laughs> uh, whatever so this is an isla scotch it's called ardbeg it's the 10-year version um the cost on this is about 50 dollars for a fifth so it's not ludicrously expensive some places may vary and be a little bit more or whatever you may even find it on sale who knows um it is did i say it was isla i probably did. yes yes okay uh the color is very light it's a non-chill filtered scotch it's a light golden yellow which cheryl decided to call piss yellow and i know i've described other (laughs) um other scotches with the same color but it really kind of is Especially if you've had a lot of water. Is it like a lack of hydration yellow? Or? Yes. It's like, no, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's too no, it's, much it's, hydration It's like overhydrated yellow. yellow. Yeah. Well, it's clear then, right? Uh, no, it's, it's pretty clear. It's pale. Yeah, it's, it's very pale. Very pale yellow. Oh, well, that's so. probably normal. Normal hydration level. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Um, however, it tastes not like that at all. Um, <laughs> no, it has a very band-aid-y smell, though, because right. I can smell it across the table. But we'll nose it first here. And um, one one of the things I like about the Ardbeg, even over like the Lagavulin 16, which is my current favorite, uh, this is a close second to it, is this is a much more complex scotch than the Lagavulin, um, even though it's aged much less. But the nose has so many different things going on in it. The ones that I picked out primarily are the smoke and the peat, of course, because this is Isla and very peat forward. But there's also sweet fruit, um, all different kinds of fruit, too, like strawberries and blackberries and lemon and lime and, and stuff like that. But it's kind of all in there. Uh, baker's chocolate, a little bit of menthol, uh, fairly strong black pepper, and the essence of pine tar. And I know we've been on uh, the subject of pine tar in the past, but it, it's not like you're licking a boat, but it does have that <laughs> sort of essence to it. And then on the taste, you get these tastes in layers. You don't get them all at the same time, but basically as the finish works through your tongue and the back of your throat, you'll experience a combination of peat, uh, the smokiness, citrus, the sweet fruit again, black pepper, cinnamon, toffee, currants, plantain, or even sweet banana, coffee, or even stronger sometimes like a cappuccino. Uh, anise and the pine tar as well and there's more to it than that i mean you can pick out things just as time goes on as you let this kind of mellow in your mouth so i'm gonna experience it again yes it's fantastic (laughs) 
Um, and every time you taste, every time you taste it, you can almost pick something else out of it. So for a super young single malt whiskey, this has got to be a highlight of anybody's collection and it's not expensive at all. And I'm going to rate this. I can't remember what I rated Lagavulin at. I think I gave it a 96 or a 97 and I would rate this one right in the same ballpark, probably a 96. I mean, it's, it's really, really good. And like I said, every time you taste it, you pull a little something else out of it. So very a complex. Something, something. Yeah, it's got it's got a something, something. It's got a je ne sais quoi. So, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to try a an inexpensive, you know, scotch that should really blow you away with its complexity and its and even though it's complex, it's actually very approachable and drinkable too. So uh, super high rating for me. Give it a shot. Hardbag 10. Awesome. All right. So here, let me throw in some music, and then we can talk a little bit about a couple of other things before we run off and do the other stuff that we're going to do, whatever that is. All right. So I'm going to play some music by Paul and Storm, and I cannot remember if I played this particular song on this show before, but it's one from back in 2010 off their album, Do You Like Star Wars? And I just really love this song, and since we're a little more carefree about censorship and lyrics and things like that i figure this one's okay now so <laughs> it's it's not super bad there's no like swearing in it but uh it has adult themes we'll say yeah so this is called i will sing a lullaby and here it is Broken and afraid 
So I believe when that song came out, they talked about it as they wanted to do it in the style of like an epic Coldplay song, if I remember correctly. And uh, I think they actually kind of nailed that one. Plus, the lyrics are great. So. <laughs> well, you know, any song about the lady parts. Exactly. And it was so tastefully <laughs> done, too. <laughs> I just I love the part at the end. Hush, vagina. <laughs> be still, vagina. <laughs> I'll That's be her. singing that all night long. Yeah, yeah there, <laughs> you go. there you go. <laughs> all right. So, do we have anything else we need to touch on? We have not done another shop talk since the last time, but we'll get around to that at some point, I suppose. Yes, Maybe next sure. month. Yep, I've been working on the Cadillac. I think I got that sort of worked out. I'm <sighs> gonna hammer on it tonight. See what happens. If, Got your weekend challenge? My weekend challenge? Yes. Same as before? Same as before, since this was only last week, and we haven't actually done it yet. So uh, get yeah, out there. we're not going to have any time to do it either. <laughs> well, we, we probably can squeeze it in if we give it a good shot. So, oh, you'll find a net or something on 5.2 Simplex when you guys start traveling, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. i got to remember to put the radio back in the car. I definitely want to do that. So Here's, here's another challenge. Go try, go try another distro. If you're a fan of one distro, go try something else. Just yeah. to just to try it out. Like I'm back on Solus, even though I tried it before. But I can't really count myself. I try every distro. <laughs> just just the tip, just to see how it feels. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the tip. Wow. You can just use a live CD. That's yep. kind of like just the tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's that's true. You could just spin up a live CD. There you go. Not breaking anything. Give it a try. Give a different uh, UI feel a try. Like if you're used to using I don't know, like Gnome 3, try KDE, you know, try Budgie, try Mate, 
Uh, try one of the many other ones. Just try something different and uh, see if you see something you haven't seen before. That's a good idea. I might actually try and spin something up that uses KDE because I have not seen KDE in a long, long time. Yeah, apparently Plasma 5 or whatever the current version is is coming a long way, and uh, I think a lot of people are uh, turning their heads at it, saying that, uh, yeah, this is something to look at. Oh, very good. And, of course, it's always nice to see some of the sexier desktops like Budgie. You know, oh, yeah. I, I love Budgie. <laughs> yes, we know you love Solus and Budgie and all that stuff. But Yeah, I have Budgie on my Ubuntu box and Budgie on uh, Solus, so I'm, I'm double Budgied. <laughs> you might need a shot for that. Yeah, yeah, I need, need something for that, so, uh, yeah. All right, so, yeah, get on a UHF or a VHF local net, do some rag chewing, and check out a new distribution. A couple of challenges for the next couple of weeks. Give those a shot. All right, I think that's it. I, I think that's all we need to talk about and all we need to give uh, for ideas for folks to do for the next couple of weeks, and we'll wrap this all up and do it again in a couple of Thursdays, and there will be hopefully a couple of regular episodes in between. We're not sure how that's going to work out yet, since Cheryl and I are going to be doing some fairly extensive traveling, but uh, we'll work it out somehow. Just stay tuned to the website for information, and I'll be publishing on Twitter and stuff like that if we make any major changes to the schedule so outstanding all right i guess that's it we are out of here that's been episode number 211 i'm russ k5 tux and that's cheryl good night everyone and bill 73 thank you for listening to this episode of linux in the ham shack lhs is a community sponsored podcast our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the program by visiting the LHS Patreon page of patreon.com stroke lhspodcast or using the contribute link on the website. Get in touch via social media. The show has a presence on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, Discord and YouTube. Or you can drop an email to info at lhspodcast.info or record a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the IRC channel, LHS Podcast, on the Freenode IRC network. Also visit the online merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable LHS merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a Linux convention or ham fest. Email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info or visit the website for details. The podcast is recorded live every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Connect to the stream at stream.blacksparrowmedia.net colon 8008 stroke LHS live. Until next time, over and out.
Linux in the Ham Shack in the Linux in the Ham Shack logo are released under a Creative Commons Attribute Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. And I just took another swig of the Ardbeg, and I distinctly got lavender <laughs> and spearmint. <laughs>